Welcome to Alternative Dog Moms Podcast. I'm Kimberly Gautier, the creator of Keep the Tail Wagging. For the past nine years, I've been blogging about raw feeding, pet wellness, and life as a crazy dog mom. I've seen massive improvements in my dog's health since I started raising my dogs naturally, and I'm passionate about sharing my experience to help other pet parents. I'm Erin Scott. For the past nine years, I've been researching and learning everything I can about healing cancer, allergies, autoimmune, and mystery illnesses in both my dogs and myself, and I can't wait to share with you everything I've learned on this journey. As the Alternative Dog Moms, we're bringing you all the latest dog health news that we're following and sharing the tips, tricks, and resources we learn along the way. Now, let's get started. I'm having a night. <laughs> I'm trying hard not to laugh. And it's just, I'm trying so hard not to laugh at you. And then I'm afraid that if I start laughing too hard, I'll go into a sneezing attack. <laughs> I was having, we're having like a dinner catastrophe over here. And, and there was like multiple dinners made and things were burned and then glass was dropped. And it's just, it's just been a night over here. <laughs> Well, my morning was fun and it was, it's like nothing compared to your night, but um, Instagram wasn't participating in my social media content creation this morning. Cause it just kept telling me, Hey, go check your internet. Something's wrong with it. And I was just like, nothing's wrong with my internet Insta. And I'm trying <laughs> to post this video and I did the speaking thing. I got it perfect. I'm trying to add the captions. It wouldn't let me add the captions. And it's like, Nope, there are no captions there. And I'm like, I just recorded you know, and I'm just so like, it's driving me crazy. I did it like three times until finally I Googled, what does it mean when it says that this is happening? And, and it was like, well, go check your internet and um, make sure you have the latest update. And then there finally it was like, or something's wrong over at Instagram and it's gaslighting you to make it <laughs> like it's your problem. So I went to um, TikTok because I feel, you know, the world says TikTok is trying to destroy our children. So they're always going to be working. And so I recorded everything. I did everything over on TikTok. And then it automatically copies to my phone. So then I uploaded that to Instagram and was like, gotcha. And, 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 and that was that. And then I went on a very long walk because um, I'm going to try not to sniffle like I am a cokehead. <laughs> but I have like insane allergies today. And I, I've i been doing really good this year with allergies. I've been taking the, the five defenders. And I will admit, I haven't been taking them for a week. And not I wasn't trying anything. I've just been so distracted with other things. And it caught up with you. It caught up with me. I had an, an anemic attack this morning where I was just exhausted and and yeah, I the five defenders was keeping the hay fever at bay and boy, it hit me hard. So I'm going up the Centennial Trail sneezing and all of my sneezes are in threes. So, <laughs> and I don't mean to be obnoxious, but when I'm by myself, I just let it sneeze. So I know that probably it echoed to someone's house. <laughs> there are houses along the Centennial Trail, even though you can't see them. And I mean, it was probably, I was grateful that it's 2023 because I was kind of laughing at myself because if it was 2020, people would be so horrified that I'm out there without a mask, just yeah. sneezing everything. All over everything. <laughs> so I'm going to try to, to keep my sniffling to a minimum. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was my day. 
Well, you had some exciting news yesterday. I did. I finished my, I, I guess it's called the CPCN, a Certified Professional Canine Nutritionist. So, that's what I am, a CPCN now. I still have to take the um, the online workshop. So there's an online raw feeding workshop where they teach you how to put together a meal. I did try to get out of it because, I mean, it's, it's part of my, because I'm going to do a full-on review. And whenever I'm doing a review, um, one thing that I do is um, I test things out. So one thing I did is I, I went through one of the segments and just sort of skimmed it really quick, like, you know, got the, the headers and then went and took the test to see if I would pass it. I did not. And I just tried different things to see, you know, what works, what, how things, how different things worked. And it was actually a really fun learning experience. And so I'm kind of, you know, I've, it's on the Saturday, August 12th at 10 AM, I'll be doing the online workshop and we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm, I don't even know what to expect because I didn't read up on it. I, at this point, my brain is so, uh, fried right now. (laughs) In fact, um, one of our listeners, Brian said that he, he totally gets what I feel like your head is so filled with information that you can't retain it all. It's like, Old information has to go so you can make room <laughs> for new information. So um, one thing that I truly recommend, like the idea of taking a year to finish this is insane. It can be done in a long weekend or even in a weekend. If you don't have anything else to do, you can probably do part half of it on Saturday, the other half on Sunday and take the final. But again, I just, I don't live that way. I have too many... I would have to basically, Johan would have to be out of town so that he's not coming in and going, hey, so, you know. <laughs> I know how that is. There's something about not being a, a, available. And and this goes both ways. It's not, this is not a, a Johan problem. But when someone says, look, I'm unavailable, I'm not here, I need to be left alone, suddenly, like, like it's like if your car is broken down. I, I wouldn't have driven my car for two weeks, but then all of a sudden my car is broken down and I have 10 places to go. Or Johan has my car for the day and I have 10 places to go. It's just the way it goes. And so Tim always wants to talk to me when I'm editing and it's like, I literally <laughs> can't listen to yeah. both things at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Johan does it to me when I'm working and I was, I was trying to work out... I have these on my day job and I'm an accountant and I'm working with investment statements and I'm working out the journal entry to put together the gains, the losses, the dividends of these investment statements. And it's something that I've never seen before, never looked at before, and they came with no instructions. So I'm just figuring it out on my own. And he's talking to, I don't even know what he was talking to me about, but then he's like, well, I guess you're really busy. And I wanted to scream, yes, because I'm working. But I was just like, I'm so sorry. I just, I got it. Numbers. I can't have a conversation. And he's just like, but you can have the TV on. And I'm like, yes, because I love background noise. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not really paying attention. It's Grey's Anatomy. I literally watch it every three months. I watch season one through 10 every three months. I don't even get to season 10. I usually get to I can't even remember. I think I get to when Meredith and Derek start arguing all the time. I usually stop before then because it's so such a bummer to me. So actually, even 
worse. I usually stop before the airplane crash. And I just go, do you watch Grey's Anatomy? Aaron? I've literally <laughs> never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the look on your face and you're like, yeah, airplane. So <laughs> that's basically what I do. So it's background noise to me. I know everything about those seasons of Grey's Anatomy. So yeah, it's it's not something that you want to have people interrupting you on. And again, it's so much, it's this, the courses, the two courses are exactly the same, except the professional one is so much more. I mean, it's it's so much more because all of it sounds familiar as you're reading it, but it just goes into such detail. Like there are things that I've retained and stuff that I just had to let go. But the random things that I've retained are, you know, B9 and B1 work together. And I, is it B6 and B12 that work together? Because I think I worked it out where B6 because it's half of 12. And I don't even know if that's right. But there's all these vitamins that interact and work well with each other. There's the fact that all these medications that you can give your dog, that they will start depleting the system of certain nutrients. And it's something that I've never thought about before. We talked about that one time. It's insane. One here. There's I have a book in the other room. It's called Drug Muggers and it tells you like which drugs deplete which things from your body. It's for people, but you can like yeah. relate it to Yeah. Them, it's know? it's really insane. And it's and it's anything. It's not just um the serious, you know, the NSAIDs. Oh no, it's yeah, it's literally everything. Yeah, the you know, the antidepressants, the you know, um the heartworm medication. Allergy medicine. Exactly. Yeah, allergy medicine. I mean, and the thing about it is that I'm reading this and I'm thinking, for years I took Benadryl practically on a daily basis for half the year for allergies. And I am not one that eats a balanced diet, nor do I balance my diet over time. I just eat what I feel like eating. Nor has a doctor ever said to you, hey, Kimberly, no. you take a lot of Benadryl. You should be getting more of this in your diet. Exactly. No one, I have never, ever, ever had a nutrition conversation with a physician in my life. And they always want you to list out everything you're on. I mean, it's just astounding. And it, it makes me wonder, there's so many other things that just pop into mind just for the humans that you think about what is this doing? But yeah, it was, the whole thing was, it was pretty phenomenal, pretty astounding. I didn't walk away feeling like I was doing things wrong with my dogs. I walked away with a better understanding of why I do what I do. I was going to ask if you like changed anything or if there's anything that was going to affect how you feed your dogs going forward. No, I think I knew so many things. I just didn't know why. Because okay. over the years of, you know, you're listening to conversations, you're reading articles and not even reading articles, pretty much skimming articles to the section that you want to learn something about. And um, just going back and forth with people on social media, you kind of pick up the surface level of all these things. You just don't really understand the details of why you do the things that you do. And what came to mind as I was doing this was Ronnie Lejeune. And I'm sure that there are other people in the community that are the same way. But the last time I spoke with Ronnie, which was 2020, I remember we were talking about, and this is even probably even prior to 2020, it was probably 2019. We were talking about something 
with nutrients. And she started rattling off like, well, if you do this, you know, this, you get this, but then you have too much of this. So you need to offset it with this. You know, and she just, and she just knows it. And I think she knows it in the way that, well, with accounting, there's all the things with accounting that I just know, I understand is in my head. It's, I didn't plan it. I've just been, I've been an accountant for 30 years. So um, it's what I know. And you would think that she had been doing this for th- all her life. And maybe it's because, you know, not only did she take the Cossie course, but, you know, she's reading books and educating herself in all these different ways, but she really knows her stuff. And it makes me wonder how many people after they take this course, how many people took in the information to the point where they really can rattle that stuff down or are they inspired to start educating themselves? Cause I went and got like, there's these, cheat, I wouldn't call them cheat sheets, but they're these plastic note things that you can get on Amazon and they're for students. And I have them for essential oils. I have them for vitamins and minerals. I have them for similar to that huge poster that I have with the um, energetics. Yes. And I actually have one for traditional Chinese medicine, but they're like little plastic, you know, where you fold them like that. Uh, Because people listening to this can really understand what I'm saying, but they're really cool. And so those are, you know, the kind of things where you, if you're curious, you just run through or grab a book and see, okay, how does this work? I'm curious to know like what percentage of people it's just, this is just what they do. This is what they enjoy. So once you finish the course, do you still have access to the materials that you can go and be like, oh, I remember I read that here. Let me go look that up. That's a good question. Yes, we have access to the course for a year. And then if you have a FeedRail membership, you have access to that database of articles. Yeah, I do love that. Yeah. yeah. And those are all in the course. I mean, basically, every single thing that's in the courses are in those articles. It's just not organized in a way to teach you how to do things and then giving you a test to see if you understood Okay. So, so that information is there. I think it would be cool if you could either pay for a membership or like a little bit more, or even if it was just included where you can still keep the course. Like if you have a feed real membership, then you keep access to the course yeah. for the life of, for as long as you have your membership. Yeah. Cause I was thinking like, you know, you might get a, a new dog next year that has a different issue and you're exactly. like, oh, or like in a few I years, just like anything else, any certification you have to go and and brush up on it. Right, right. And so if I were a CPA, I would still have to go, I wouldn't have to take the exam again, but I would still have to go and redo my license. I would have to go in and do um, CE courses. And yeah. It would be cool to just in a few years, especially if they're constantly updating it, which they plan to, to go through the course a second time or just go through certain segments of it another time just to to see because i think the fact that it's organized in the way that it is it would be so much easier to go to a section that just discusses um, macro and micronutrients or just mm-hmm. discusses one thing i love was while i believe that if you're feeding a raw diet if you're even just attempting doing your best to make sure and i don't mean doing your best by listening some to some stranger in a raw feeding group, but actually taking the time to think about 
what you're feeding your dog so that you're feeding a, you know, quote unquote balanced diet that you're adding a lot of variety. I think if you're doing that, I, I believe that it's pretty hard to have deficiencies. And if you do, it could be because your dog has some type of underlying health issue that's causing the deficiencies. Or like we spoke on earlier, your dog is under a medication that might be causing a deficiency. Uh, maybe it's like they're not getting quite enough in their diet and the medication is just making it so that it's meal. And over time, it causes an issue. But what's interesting was learning the different deficiencies in different things, like a deficiency, in, I think, is zinc makes the nails all brittle and and things. And and it's funny because I think of zinc as for the immune system, mm-hmm. not of all the other things that it can do for you. And the the test is kind of tricky too, because some of the answers, they're kind of like, I can argue two responses and you're just sort of like, well, it is that, but it's also that. So what do you want from me? And so there were probably like about probably three or four of those where I either got it right, but I feel like I just guessed between the two that I thought were right because they were both right. Like for instance, there was a question about skin and that, you know, this health condition could result in skin issues. And one was an imbalance in the gut and the other was diabetes, both of those. And there were two other, there's four total, but both diabetes and an imbalance in the gut can result in skin issues. But because the test uh, or the course spoke so much about gut health, I just went with that one instead of the diabetes and I got it right. But I was just sort of like, well, it could be diabetes too, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those where that's not very common, but it is just, it was kind of exciting that I'm even thinking like, obviously I'm taking something in that I, I knew to stop and question that. Right. But yeah. It was, it was kind of even doing the course last, the final exam, you get an hour to do it. Like usually the tests are about 20 minutes but you could finish them in probably five to 10 minutes. If you really knew, if you were paying attention, you can finish them pretty quickly. The course took me about 20 minutes or the final exam took me about 20 minutes, not the 60. And um, when it was over, I was shocked because it doesn't. Okay. So here's another thing I wish when you finish the final exam, I am a person that where my love language is praise (laughs) (laughs) and cheers and pats on the back. And so I would have loved for it to have like the big explosion and just like, congratulations, you passed. I got nothing. And I just stood there staring. I didn't even get a, you passed. I mean, I think something like that flashed on the screen, but it was so quick that I didn't know what to do. And I was afraid to touch anything because I was afraid that if I hit the back button or something, I'd have to take the final again. So I just said, <laughs> it was telling me, okay, schedule your the workshop the for the meal prep. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to leave this alone. But I'm just grateful. I passed. And, and it's funny because um, Johan was asking me, it's like, well, what are you going to do with it? And I'm like, absolutely nothing. When I get the certificate, I'm going to put it on my website. So when people say, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> I mean, he's talking about raw feeding and dog nutrition. I can be like, I'm this. So there. So that reminds me of my props for this week, <laughs> my research that I did. So, you know, we have been talking last week about 
people who were considered canine nutritionists versus veterinary nutritionists. And it sparked a memory in me that Dr. Connor Brady talks about that in his book, Feeding Dogs, that I'm holding up here like a Vanna White. And he had talked about how few veterinary nutritionists that there are, like veterinarians who then further become certified. And so I went and looked it up today and I have, I have a color coded list here <laughs> and uh, there's even fewer than when he wrote his book. Oh, wow. So I can put a link in the show notes for anybody who wants to check this out. So there in the United States, there are 21 veterinarian nutritionists who state that they do remote client consultations. Oh, wow. So I went through and looked at what that meant. And what I determined, as you can see from my handy dandy highlighters and things here, there's actually only three that pet parents themselves can reach out to and work with. Three. Do you know how much they charge? Some of them, yes. Some of them, no. But they, one of them starts at like $495 if there's a health issue. One of them starts at $575 and then charges more to review the veterinary records. And so there's, so, okay, so there's three that you yourself can reach out to and contact. There's six that your vet would have to be involved somehow. Some of them state that it needs a referral and some of them like stated like your vet has to be there with you in the room, like on the zoom call or whatever. And then, uh, then there's four of them that didn't really give like, it just kind of gives like an email address. So you would have to reach out to them and see. So you don't have any idea going into it of like what to expect or whether they'll work with you or not. You'd have to reach out to them and see. I found there was three of them that had bad information. So like the website didn't work or, you know, there nothing worked. And then some of them only had other, like, you could, you could only work with them if you went through, like, the vet school. You know, they were part of, like, a vet school, so you could only do it if your dog was being treated there. Some of them only worked with pet parents who were being treated at the vet clinic, you know, where they worked. Uh, like, one person only did cardiology-related consults. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway, I just thought that was really interesting Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. interesting i mean it makes sense that they would charge that much because they're taking on the medical side right because i truly do think that if i mean if you're just looking for a recipe for your dog and your dog is perfectly healthy then of course yeah you work with a meal formulator but if your dog has any underlying health condition that will be impacted by diet then you know it's kind of iffy 
to work with just a random person like me, because I don't know anything about diabetes or seizures or heart disease or liver disease or kidney disease or any of the other diseases. I don't know anything. And so I could put together a recipe, like for instance, for someone who has a Dalmatian and it's too many purines and their dog can't have the recipe. And, and because, I mean, I happen to know that the only reason why I know that is because when I was new to raw feeding, that was a huge warning. I only know about Huskies and zinc because of people just randomly saying these things, but I don't know if there is a book out there that lists dog breeds and what they can and can't tolerate. I happen to know that Great Pyrenees struggle with beet pulp. Not that I would recommend that for a raw diet, but I've only know these things because of random conversations with people. So I would not feel qualified. The random thing that I know, and I don't know whether it impacts their diet or not, but like greyhounds have different blood work than other breeds of dog, what's considered like normal range for them. So yeah, that would be interesting to me, like would that affect their diet and how you would formulate it? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so interesting because one of the things that I, I don't know if I brought this up on an earlier episode, but in a conversation about nutritionist, one of my followers asked a really great question of, are you covered for liability? Do you have liability insurance? And she wasn't asking this of me, just of people who offer this service. And I was kind of like, that's a really good question because as a content creator, there was a time where I had business insurance, but ended up being canceled because it didn't really cover what I did. And my agent just explained that I would be, be covered under my homeowner's policy. So basically, if I wrote an article where I said something about someone that wasn't true and it was actionable and they sued me, they basically, it would could possibly be covered under my homeowner's insurance. Thankfully, now Keep the Tail Wagging is an LLC. So it would just sue my company, not me personally. Right. Um, but those are the type of things. And someone actually recently reached out to me to ask me if I would help them promote insurance for pet businesses. And that was the question of, well, you know, they had it for pet sitters and dog walkers and um, groomers, all the professions that you can think of, but nothing for meal formulators. And I was, cause I asked, it's like, you know, there's this, this growing segment of the um, pet industry. And if someone formulates a meal for someone's dog and that dog gets very sick or dies, especially if you're talking about a purebred five, six, $7,000 naturally reared you know, dog, and it dies because of someone's negligence because they didn't ask the right questions or they didn't, they just provided a a meal that wasn't correct. I mean, granted, I think that this, a lawsuit like that would be difficult to defend because how can you prove that you followed the recipe to a T? Because that could be argued that you must've done something wrong. Yeah. I would think that there would be a contract and, or some sort of waiver involved of something of the risk. I hope so. I mean, and I'm wondering if anyone does, do do people just take this on and start giving people recipes or do people have contracts? I mean, that's definitely something as a consumer that like you should ask when you're investigating, do I want to work with somebody or not? Yeah. 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 And, and well, basically there's no insurance for meal formulators, but in the food profession world, there might be coverage 
that somehow covers you in that type, that in the food industry, just not in the pet industry. And it was just one of those where it was like really interesting to things to think about. I'm curious to know how many people have taken the time to put together a contract and put all of those things so that they are protecting themselves, but also have a very clear cut, this is how we're going to work together so that they're also protecting their client. Because it feels like everybody is now getting, especially with the um, feed real movement, this is a, um, I think the veterinarian one is $300, but you know, it goes on sale. This is a very affordable, much more, you know, it's a third of the price of the Cossie course. And it's comparable. It's not the same, but it's comparable. So it'll be interesting to see how many people start this course and and what they're going to do to, you know, are you now going to also invest in animal diet formulator software? Because you, you can basically cheat and get the individual plan for, I think it's $250 a year. And you would just have to delete the recipes. You can keep them saved in there. But technically... As a business, you can you should get the eight hundred dollar a year plan. But I'm curious. I'm just now fascinated by the idea of putting together this business and what people are doing to protect themselves and to make things clear for their client. But I definitely just do not want to. Gosh, I spoke to a person today whose dog may have cancer, and this was a brief conversation, and it was just heart wrenching. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do consultation. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of courses, I saw that Dr. Judy Morgan, you know, she has the Dr. Judy University thing. And I think she had Dr. Judy Jasic do a cancer diet class. Oh, nice. Of how to feed a dog with cancer. Yeah. Very nice. I saw it in an email that the courses are 20% off. off. Yeah. So I think that, that would be really kind of cool. I'm going through, because there's homemade dog food 101, integrative approach to hospice and palliative care for dogs, um, understanding your pet's lab values, mistletoe for cancer with Judy Jasic, feeding the cancer patient with Judy Jasic. That's the one, yeah. Ah, canine allergy with Dr. Connor Brady. There's a lot of really, oh, wow, there's there's four of them with Dr. Connor Brady. I could listen to him talk all day. I know. There's two with Nick Thompson. Oh, here's one with Billy Hookman. Here's one with Hannah Suleta. Well, this is really cool. Oh, there's a leaky gut one with Julianne Lee. Um, The Merle Gene with Dr. Lori Kozier. There's a lot of really cool courses in there. The, and what's nice is that I think it was, it's smart is that Dr. Morgan came up with courses that I don't see anywhere else. Yeah. And so that's a really great idea. Well, I'll make sure we have a link to that in the show notes for everybody too. So anything else going on in your world? Well, Nina went to the vet this weekend and the chiropractor and he's like still trying to recover from the trauma. (laughs) (laughs) But no, he, he actually did well. He, he always is so good with our, chiropractor i was trying to get like some photos or video but i'm like the world's worst like photographer (laughs) um so that that didn't really work out but she did a really big adjustment in his shoulder and i think that's why he had kind of been limping again 
And so he's been doing well since then. We've started him on CBD, which we hadn't really done a whole lot before. And so our vet actually, she just had us do the horse version of the CBD ease because it just works out to be like more cost effective in the long run. So he does not love having it squirted in his mouth, but he's dealing with it. And we have to to change it up on him. We can't let him get into a routine of knowing when to expect it because then he tries to run away. (laughs) Paula puts his head down and slowly walks away. And I just come up behind him and I straddle his back, lift his head up and squeeze it in and just keep walking. And it's just sort of like, and I just keep it going and I don't say anything. And I think he's just sort of like, did that just really happen? (laughs) Uh, But he, yeah, all the dogs get, I alternate. Ease with a couple products by Earth Buddy. And then um, CBD Dog Health was kind enough to send me a little care package that included the Horse Ease, which is for Rodrigo. And already he, he, there is a difference. And um, Clarity, the mushroom tincture, and then they sent me two salves, um, Remedy and Soothe. And I love their salves and use them on myself. Yeah. So I'm just, I have so many CBD dog health salves. It's just, I love them. I knew my vet was introduced to their products at the Albany Expo. Yeah. I mean, I used the horse ease with Scout when he was alive. And so, and I basically used it until it was gone. And, you know, I think probably after he passed, I was just giving it to Rodrigo. And then after that, I just transitioned him to the dog one. But when they offered to send me a little gift package, I was like, yes, I want the horse (laughs) because I forgot just how effective it is because, you know, you just you don't have to give them as much. And the bottle is so huge and it lasts forever because with Scout, one bottle would last me a couple months. And so this will this will last me a while with Rodrigo. But out of my dogs, Belle, and maybe it's because I started it on her when she was a puppy she just comes and sits in front of me and, and gets ready for her CBD. I love everyone, that. Everyone else is like, for for a hot second, Apollo and Zoe started being a little more cooperative about it because they were like, well, what is she getting? <laughs> but um, they've gone back to like, I, I know how to give them CBD oil really quickly because I know their routine. And so, because they, thank God, never change it up. So I know how to get it into their mouth. And Rodrigo just, I feel like Rodrigo knows that it helps him. So although he won't come to, he has come to me for it once, but for the most part, when I come to him, he's just like, he's just, he knows what's coming. And so he gets ready and I put it in on in his, on his gums and he's good to go. <laughs> so we also, I think we increased this thyroid medication a little because we've been cutting his food back and he's still not losing a whole lot of weight. And we want to get him to drop a few more pounds and we're, considering doing a orthopedic consult with him like we did with Penny last year where he kind of gets like full body x-rays because we want to check out what's going on with that shoulder and you know Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's the shoulder the elbow but something's you know weird in that area on him and you know he's nine and he's a you know 80 something pound dog right now and you know we gotta gotta get him comfortable gosh he's big yeah he's 80 pounds too he's thick And Apollo Apollo doesn't understand how big he is. So they never do. (laughs) When I wasn't feeling well this weekend, I came in here actually into my she shed and um, lay down. And Apollo came and just laid with me. And he's just such a huge 
he's like a body pillow. He's so long and he's so big and he's not fat, but I'm kind of thinking that I need to get him to drop five pounds because he's just so big and he's young now. But my worry is that as he gets older, yeah, what that extra weight could be doing to his On the joints. Yeah. And so I'm going to get him to drop some, drop some weight. So and I'm, I'm worried because when I'm not very good with walking the dogs in the wintertime, I do walk them, but it's just like, it's such a bummer because I don't like being cold. I don't like being wet, but I'm hoping that my, my whole plan of getting, I'm now down to doing 12 to 15,000 steps a day, that my plan of doing that will create such a habit that I'll just carry it through the wintertime. Yeah, I like when I'm in those good habits. Tim's in the habit now because we just have one dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one other link I want to put in the show notes for everybody. I was texting you about this on Sunday because I was like totally nerding out. But there is a dog microbiome magazine. You can read it right online and it has that feature where it kind of flips like you look like you're doing a real magazine. And so, oh my gosh, I just, it talks about the skin (laughs) health. It talks about like the glyphosate. It talks about raw diets, uh, the dental uh, microbiome. I was just totally loving this. (laughs) I get such a kick out of it. I wrote an entire article this weekend because I was thinking about Rodrigo and when CBD sent me their package, I was, it was inspired to do an article. And so I started diving deep into all the things that dogs can suffer through as they're getting older. So it was so interesting because I just basically made a list of these are the things that I'm seeing and then started diving into each one and why. And it this article, which was started out pretty brief, turned into a novel, which lately my, my articles tend to do that. But there was just so much really cool information. But what was astounding were how many things were impacted by the gut or, you know, the microbiome. I mean, as far as health, and it's just like, wow, you know, so many things led down to a good, healthy diet, you know, or, you know, good, healthy diet and exercise. And so I just, you know, I'm, I'm just so still so very fascinated. And I, I just loved our conversation about teeth, because I never really thought about the oral microbiome. And it makes so much sense, because we know that, what, I don't know what you would, I wouldn't call it the middle ages, but you know, the, um, like Tudor history and, and stuff where a lot of the reason why people died so young is because of the fact that they didn't understand about dental health back then, you know? So it's just sort of like, you know, so many things where the, the mouth is close to your brain and it's close to your eyes and there's all, all these things. And then of course, everything travels down through the rest of your body. And the bloodstream. And- uh-huh. And I mean, so it's just like astounding what, you know, you can do. So I, st- I'm been adding teeth to everyone's water, you know, and I do it, I do it twice a week. And then I alternate it with the herbal, the Mad About herbal oral dental spray on their teeth just to keep everyone's teeth clean. And Rodrigo's teeth look really good. They're, they're a little stained, but they look very good compared to how they looked uh, probably a couple of years ago. Nino has gorgeous teeth. I, I will say that. <laughs> and yes, and people can save 20% on their teeth orders with our code. So I'll make sure to drop that in the show notes. And uh, 
you know, I use a product for my teeth that's called Boca. It's spelled Mm B-O-K-A. And they have something that's very similar. So I use their toothpaste and their floss and they have a like chewable mouthwash that is essentially like a human version of teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you like chew this like little minty thing up and then you kind of swish it all around. <laughs> and uh, and it's like super minty and it like really wakes me up. I have to do it in the morning because it like wakes me up <laughs> much when I do it at night. And yeah, Tim, Tim's been using it. He actually went to the dentist today. Had, had good teeth and he he used to have a lot of dental problems so he he gets very excited and calls me every time that he does he leaves and he's like no cavity see my love language is praise <laughs> and so when I go to the I haven't been to the dentist in years I haven't been to the dentist since the pandemic and I really should go but I'm also so very anal about my teeth and I have a regular toothbrush as well as the oral B toothbrush and no it's sonic care I have the sonic care toothbrush and I, I am just very particular, you know, with the flossing. I floss before I brush and then I floss after. And I do all these things simply because I hate going to the dentist. So I do all of those things to keep my teeth clean. So whenever I would go to the dentist, they would just look at my mouth and they're like, there's really nothing for me to do. And I'm like, well, I'm here, so please do something. And Because they also knew my, I've had two dentists in, over the years that knew me so well because they knew that if they didn't get me in a chair, I would leave. I would make them an excuse. And it's like, well, it's clear that you guys are really busy today. So I'll go ahead and make a new appointment. Bye. And so one from the back will be running about. I was like, she's going to escape. She's a runner. And I was always so terrified to go. I found a dentist that's kind of like an organic dentist. And they actually use like ozone and things like that. And it's like, probably about an hour from my house and what's hilarious is that like literally right across the street is a dentist's office (laughs) it's like in a little house in our neighborhood and yeah I drive like an hour away because I want this like organic ozone dentist (laughs) I don't blame you I have no judgment here I think that's a smart move (laughs) well there you go picking up dog food I'm picking up dog food I have no idea what I'm picking up either, but I'm picking up dog food. And I'm so excited because after I pick up dog food, I'm just going to come back and I'm going, I have one of those sofas that has the recliner in it and I'm going to recline and I'm going to watch several episodes of Fringe because I'm loving it. I love that show. It's so good. It's so good. I feel, I feel aggravated with the world for not telling me how good this show is. (laughs) I mean, I truly do. And I'm so grateful to HBO Max because it's on there. Or I'm sorry, it's now just called Max. And it's it's amazing. So Yes, if you say HBO Max into the remote, it just takes you to HBO. (laughs) You have to just say Max. We're ignoring you. Yeah. Say it right. So I'm going to watch that. We're watching Righteous Gemstones right now. We're not quite caught up. I think we're like one one episode behind or something. I'm so, I, as a person who loves television, I'm astounded by how little television, or I should say new television I watch. Because I just love, <laughs> I love what I love. And I just rewatch things all the time. So a coworker of mine gave me a list of TV shows to watch. And I'm just so, just, I haven't even started. I started with The Americans. And I was just like, and I've made it to two episodes. 
and I, it's, it's too hard. I think I watched the first season of that, like when it was on. It's that was a long good. Time. And, but then I started watching the new show that um, Carrie Russell's in. And I don't even know, is it on? It's on Netflix. And I think it's called like The Ambassador or, mm. or The Diplomat or something like that. Mm. And that's really good. But it's just so much because I love the comfort of knowing what's coming. And even if I don't know what's coming, I kind of know what's coming. Or I like with Fringe, because I did watch the first couple seasons years ago, I know all the characters. So I have this comfort. So all these new shows where I have to get to know these new people is like, I feel like an old person that sits on their porch yelling at people to slow down. <laughs> I just like, that's not good TV. This is good TV. <laughs> what is the girl's name on Fringe? Olivia? No, the other girl. The black girl? Yes. Um, Astrid. Yes, Astrid. Tim and I had never heard that name before watching that show. And now anytime, mostly on television, I don't think I've ever met one in real life. Uh, we hear that. We're always like, oh, like Fringe. Because <laughs> yeah. doesn't he call her Asterisk? Yeah, and he calls her like everything else. Yeah. And she just under her breath, she's like Asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> but she's also on um, Scandal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like, so it was like, oh, yeah, I know her. So yeah, I'm like super, I'm so into this show. I just, I can't even, I I haven't been so excited about a show in a long time. And it's just like, it's nothing like the X-Files. I saw something where someone was like, well, it's like, you know, a newer, newer it's nothing like the X-Files. It's just a really cool show. I mean, I'm really loving it. So yeah. Go watch Walternate. <laughs> I know. I mean, that is that actor is so absolutely I, I love actors that can do two characters that are so like where, you know, by them walking in the room, you know, which character they are. Yeah, I felt that way about um, um, Nina Dobrev in Vampire Diaries. Yes, I thought and I, I expected after Vampire Diaries, I really expected her to have this huge career. But I think she is that character or those characters that it's hard for Cause I, she was, I've seen her in, in a couple other movies and she's was great, but I think that she's so those characters, but she, out of all of the people on that show, I think she, and then, um, Kat Graham, the witch, Bonnie. Yeah. I thought, and well, I think all the all the women. I think I, everyone was great on that show, but I thought Kat Graham was great. I thought that, um, now I can't remember their, her name. Ian Summerholder. Oh my gosh. Is he not just the yummiest person yes. on the planet? He's the, he, I, I mean, how in the world an act of, you know, when you watch the first season of Vampire Diaries, he is so hateful. It's so horrible. And when you, when bad people can get you on their side where you're loving them, there is an episode that is so horrible, in my opinion, because she, he and Nina Dobrev are yelling at each other about how much they love each other while Stefan is in the other room. And it's just like, are you kidding people? And, and we were like, yay! It's just because like, you're so hot, you don't care. <laughs> I know. It's like this is our society. 
where it's so bad, just so bad. You know, he had a show that I think he was a producer on, and then I have to go, Netflix called V Wars. This show was so good. And I was so looking forward to season two. And Netflix, in true Netflix fashion, canceled it. And I was so bummed because it was like, I love vampire stuff. And it was such a new take on vampires. It was brilliant. And I'm so bummed that they weren't able to keep it going. I mean, just give me three seasons. You don't have to give me 10. It doesn't have to be 18 like Grey's Anatomy, which should have ended when Derek died. Because, because what's what's the show without McDreamy? <laughs> like, okay. Oh, is that who he was? I, I, yes, I forgot you. <laughs> I mean, I know the show so well. It's it's like I could go on Jeopardy, and if <laughs> all the categories were Grey's Anatomy, I would clean up because I know the show so well. I would clean up up to season ten. <laughs> after that i just don't i just checked out but um, yeah there you go <laughs> all right go get your dog food i shall bye guys thanks for the tv talk 